and welcome to the Caring Congregation podcast, where we seek to educate and equip pastors and congregational care ministers to develop and implement congregational care ministry and provide ongoing training and resources to existing care ministries. I'm Reverend Joy Dister-Dominguez, and with me today is Reverend Bob Dister. And on today's episode, we're talking about care for children around the holidays. So I want to share a little bit about Bob Dister, also known as my dad. (laughs) Reverend Bob Dister has a Bachelor in Science in Education from Miami University, Master of Education of Xavier University, including specialty in Montessori. And he was part of the opening of the first public Montessori school in the country. He taught preschool administration at Wheeler College in Massachusetts He purchased Little People's Place in 1980, and he owned and operated Little People's Place, which is a Montessori and daycare center in Morency, Michigan. Uh, That was 32 years where, of course, I was born and raised. And he obtained a Master's of Art in School Counseling in 2003, worked for Big Brothers, Big Sisters, and he was the Director of Habitat for Humanity went to license to preach school in 2007 for the United Methodist Church and completed course of study for the UMC in 2017. He served as the pastor of Clayton and Rollins Center in Michigan since 2012, where he currently serves. So, Dad, welcome. (laughs) This is exciting. (laughs) I know. I I said, hey, you want to do a podcast with me? (laughs) Yeah, we talk all the time about growing up, you know, and how faith was so important uh, in our family. But now having a son and um, and now with both of us being pastors and all of the education that you bring um, from uh, from your from your background, it's I thought it'd be a really great conversation about how we can incorporate a meaningful holiday with children. And so when you think about caring for children in the holidays and ways that you can create a powerful, meaningful, sacred time for children, what what is it that first comes to mind? I, I think of inclusion. You know, growing up, I always went to church with mom and dad, and uh, it was a Methodist church in Hamilton, Ohio. And my first experience, I think, was maybe seven or eight, uh, being in the children's choir and coming along with yeah, Christmas Eve. Of course, then the Christmas Eve services was at eleven o'clock at night. And, oh my goodness! And, it's you late. Know, hard to keep awake, but you know, you see, so you're drowsy, and sure. uh, and yet you're, you know, you get up in front of all, you know, a packed uh, all, the congregation, and and get up in front and sing in front of all those folks, and uh, and then singing Silent Night and holding the candle, uh, just you know. I mean, we're talking, you know, 60 years of of not having memories of that, you know. Um, yeah. And so we obviously included you and your sister, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in, in the program and going to Morency um, United Methodist. And, and uh, so Christmas Eve especially, it was just a, a magical time. Um, mm-hmm. Whether it was snow on the ground or not, it was just... Mm-hmm especially singing silent night and lighting mm-hmm. candles and and that yeah. glow of uh, light in, in people's faces and and kids were just welcomed and and included mm-hmm. and even if babies cried you know that's mm-hmm. just a, a wonderful sound nowadays mm-hmm. <laughs> we're just yeah. always glad to have 
little ones and to be part of that experience. So, so yeah, it's just, you know, you, whatever the family's doing, that's what, uh, you know, you involve the kids with whatever they're doing too. So. Yeah, absolutely. Very special moments. Mm -hmm. And I think, you know, now being a mother and sometimes when my son is, you know, crying out or kind of loud in public spaces, I have to remind myself, he's just being a child. He's being who God has created him to be. And so not being, not feeling bad about that, but then also having safe spaces and places that children are welcome. And how can you as a pastor or congregational care minister, how can you create those safe spaces for children and remind parents, you know, your children are welcome here. We want your children here. I think of Um, my worship service where, you know, children are making a racket and the parents, I can tell like they're stressed. And afterwards I'm like, it's okay. They don't bother me. They don't bother me at all. I can, I can preach through it. Don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Preach, preach right over it. It's, it's okay. Um, I I think of it in uh, occasionally we'll have kids, uh, grandkids coming to, uh, Mm -hmm. to Clayton or around. And so if there's a, any kind of racket or noise or anything where I just preach right over it and, Mm -hmm. and just make the parents feel welcome and know that we are glad to have their children in church. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One of the things I love to love about uh, when, you know, your lack of reaction, you know, when, so when, when your little one gets, uh, you know, cranky or whatever, and, you know, you have to take something out of his hand and, and replace mm-hmm. it with something else that's more appropriate. Um, you know, you don't react, you don't get upset. And, you know, mm-hmm. if he cries or whatever, you just, you know, just calm and nice, calm mm-hmm. demeanor. <laughs> And don't mm-hmm. get too too worked up about it, and yeah. well, that teaches him that it's okay. You know that yeah. you can cry out a little bit, and, mm-hmm. but you know mm-hmm. we'll take care yeah. of you. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but I think there's so many learning lessons, especially around the holidays for children, and lessons that can carry with them um, with as adults as well. We were laughing earlier um, about. <laughs> Delayed gratification. So, <laughs> Dad, do you want to share with everyone the torture you made me go through? No, I wasn't torture. I'm, I'm joking. The but, but the that... lessons, the lessons, especially around the holidays. Yes, that that waiting is important. Well, one mm-hmm. of those one of those is the Advent calendar, mm-hmm. and so there you're counting down. Uh, yeah. You know, whether it's a little toy or chocolate or um, you know, the advent calendar was really important as, as I was growing up. And I think when, you know, as you were, you know, mm-hmm. when you were little, we were, we would use the advert, you know, and talk about Christmas is coming. And so it's mm-hmm. that whole preparation, um, mm-hmm. of, you know, anticipating the, the Christ child coming. And, uh, so that's, that's one of those. And then, and then of course, you know, uh, Christmas Day, you know, morning, you know, the kids are always excited and can't wait to get, mm-hmm. you know, tearing open presents and everything. And uh, um, our parents, my parents, <laughs> we had us wait. And so we did the same thing. And, oh, we got to get up. We got to make coffee. We get, you know, let's get breakfast first and, uh, you know, get dressed. And, <laughs> and uh, and then and then it was and then we would open one present at a time and there we no, no 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 
then mom and dad, y'all had to have showers. No, that's right. Yeah. Like, so I, as a child, I'm like, really? Like, this is the longest (laughs) breakfast ever. This is the longest. No, but, but the whole point was the anticipation of it. Anticipation is half the Mm -hmm. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Even though now we laugh about it now, but. Absolutely. Yeah. It's half the fun, the waiting. Yeah. And so, yeah. And learning to wait is learning is a, to wait. Is a mm-hmm. critical thing to, for children to mm-hmm. be able to do. Hard to yeah. do, but uh, yeah. yeah, it helps them. Hard even as, yeah. Well, it's hard even as adults to wait. Um, sure. You know, we didn't find out the sex of our child. And I think, I think that was hard on mom. Right. Like, but I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was born for this i was i was ready for this this anticipation it's okay we can wait that's 40 right. weeks that's but, right. that's um no i think i think too when we were able and we have a, a smaller family but when we were able to take turns to open presents to me it honored um this it, it was a very sacred uh moment that we honored what it is that I was giving you, you were giving me, we were giving to grandma or to grandpa uh, or to my sister. Like it was, is a way to like slow down and really be intentional and enjoy that. And so sometimes opening presents would take hours. Right. Yeah. And it's oh, not that we yeah. never had like tons and tons of gifts. Um, but, but even the intentionality of each gift. And I, I love that. Well, that. in the sacred space of of the the giving and the receiving, you know, yeah. and and the joy, the joy is in giving, and yeah. and so, but somebody has to receive that gift too, and yeah. that's that's the other, that's the mm-hmm. flip side of that coin, um, mm-hmm. and it's really important to be able to 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 share that and and to help kids to understand um, that it's really just as much fun to give a gift and to mm-hmm. see light in people's eyes, you know, mm-hmm. um, that I, I think about, uh, I planted uh, raspberry bushes. And uh, so I got real excited when uh, after a couple of years, they really started producing well. And I had two huge batches and made freezer jam. And this is, mm-hmm. and it's so much fun to give, you know, little jars of freezer jam to anybody who comes to, to uh, visit and, um, uh, and to share with that, you know, mm-hmm. with them. And, uh, you know, I had as much fun making it and, you know, and storing it away and then, and just twice as much fun giving it away to people. So, Yeah, that's awesome. And I think we can also involve children in that giving, picking out special things or making special things right. with children um, to give those gifts. So one thing I remember as a child <laughs> My cousin Tony and I would go around the house and pick out items for each other that we already had. <laughs> and when we're at grandma, especially around grandma and grandpa's house, we would wrap them and then we would pretend like have Christmas with each other about giving gifts. Do you remember that? I don't. <laughs> you don't? Yeah, we would. It was so much fun. We would wrap these gifts and like, give them to each other. And of course, like, Funny. It was more about That's, just like the anticipation of the giving. Yeah, yeah we must yeah. have been really young then. Um, <laughs> and then, of course, I think what's really special also is just having those meals together, those really special family gatherings. And we would often have not just our family, but our, our family friends. 
And I know you still gather with many of those friends. And I think those are really special moments where there wouldn't be like the kids wouldn't go off on uh, like us kids would not go off on, on our, on our own. Like we were there with the adults and we had conversations with the adults and we learned so much and we felt just as included. Um, That goes back to including the children and things. Well, and our friends were multi-generational too. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, The monks, uh, you know, were older. Mm -hmm. They were in their seventies and, 80s and uh and right. of course grandma and grandpa would be, were there too and um but as well as you know younger kids and and of course you know as you got older you know your friends were always welcome to to be mm-hmm. part of that and so yeah we just uh, uh it's that, that multi-generational mm-hmm. idea is yeah and uh, helps them to understand that it's part of uh, part of the family and families mm-hmm span many generations. Sure. But then you were also really intentional about inviting friends that were like family that didn't have family close by. Right. I think of like the the Bentleys, um, yeah. Evans and Betsy, who, you know, they didn't have family close by. And so they were always welcome t- for our family gatherings and, to, yeah. to our house. Thanksgivings and yeah. Mm-hmm. Christmas. And Christmas and, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think also opportunities to serve are really important for children um, to see that it's not, it's not all about you. It's not all about what you're going to get. Right. Um, and that's multi-generational too, because I remember very distinctly going with my mom uh, and delivering, my dad was probably working, but we would go and deliver, you know, homemade cookies or cranberry nut breads or things to older couples, older friends mm. of of mom and dads and mm-hmm. and then we would spend time i mean it was it wasn't just dropping something off you would you know drop in and and visit and and so i learned a lot of patience mm-hmm. um by being in the presence of older folks mm-hmm. um who you know were would talk and ask questions and how are you and and what are you doing in school and and then talk you know back and forth and so um, so it was giving not only of the, whatever the food product might be, but it was also giving of our time and being part mm-hmm. of their experience at Christmas time. Mm. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I think it also, you know, we did a, a podcast episode about honoring our story and allowing children to hear the stories of our elders it takes time to um, to really honor that sac- those sacred stories. Oh yes. Um, so yeah, that's really neat. Um, one thing I remember growing up was mom teaching me the song "Joy to the World." So on <laughs> on the record player. So um, um, don't tell her I said this, but <laughs> mom does not have the best singing voice. Like <laughs> she really can't carry a tune. And I think what's, I think that's even funnier now as an adult that she taught it to me. So it just, but it just proves the point. Like you don't even know how you don't even like have to have a good singing voice. Like, but it was the point of like spending time together, her teaching me the song with the record player. Like I remember that and you better believe I know every word, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but it is really funny that 
Well, um, I mean, you know, your your sister would have. You, I mean, you were born and and your sister would have concerts from, you know, because she was in middle school and high school, and mm-hmm. uh, and and you were right there. You were, you know, part of, you know, whether you were sitting in the car seat or, you know, or or wandering around on on the bleachers, uh, mm-hmm. you were part of part of that experience. Uh, yeah, music yeah, was so, always present yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. What other special traditions or memories come up that would be really helpful as we think about ways we can be intentional to care and include children? Well, uh, you know, our churches are doing uh, 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 caroling and maybe not now, right, because of COVID, but, Mm -hmm. you know, that caroling is is a process. And and I know that grandkids come along with uh, yeah. with us as we go caroling from house to house and visiting people who are shut in. And you know, I mean, you know, your your grandma, my mom turns ninety eight tomorrow, and uh, yes, we just 98. dearly loved having you know somebody to come you know stand yeah. on the front porch, and of course she'd invite them in to give them cookies or you know, <laughs> you know or some or candy or something, and. But uh, just caroling is uh, is a wonderful experience of sharing after and and then the little old party afterwards. And, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You you and Sarah would, uh, uh, of course, I'm thinking of Halloween too. But uh, we'd go to the little old lady down the street, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, Fort, Lethal Fortney. She yeah, and uh, she just you you could not go for to just drop in and ask for candy, you know, you had to come and sit down and have hot uh, cider or hot chocolate Mm -hmm. and, and and cookies or donuts or something. And then Mm -hmm. she just, you know, she was just so delighted. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I mean, you know, there's where, you know, being able to give of your time and Mm -hmm. your intention, attention, Mm -hmm. being, being there for, for older folks, especially, Mm -hmm. they just, Mm -hmm. They they love having people come Mm -hmm. to visit. Sure. And I think of all of the pastors and CCMs that are listening to this, you know, what are ways that you can involve your children's ministry with your senior adult ministry? What are ways that you can, maybe your, your children's choirs, you know, that are, they're having a a party, go to a nursing home and sing some songs for them. They would love that, you know, just really special ways that we can share in that the joy of the holiday and include children in that so well this has been so much fun <laughs> thank you for this is your first podcast that you've ever done it is it? it is wow that's awesome well, you're a, to the caring congregation podcast so <laughs> <laughs> you're a big fan and now i'm a big fan so <laughs> now you're on as an as a guest and so thank you well so this wraps up season three episode eight. It's our final episode of this season for care for children and their caregivers. And so we're actually going to take a break. I'm going to take a break (laughs) for the Advent season because being a pastor and preaching every week and all the things that come with Advent, it certainly requires more of my time. So I'm going to take this time and enjoy it with my family. And I hope that you enjoy this uh, season of Advent with your family and with the children in your lives. And then in the new year, in January of 2022, we are going to begin season four. And season four is going to be all about youth. So 
We did a season recently. This this last season is about children. Now we're going to be uh, go a little bit older into youth. And we have uh, episodes that are already recorded. And so I'm going to be editing those and getting those ready. And we're going to record some more. And we've got a, a great lineup for care for youth and uh, caregivers. So Hope that you join us for that. Of course, go to our website, thecaringcongregation.com, for additional resources and information. And uh, there is a webinar coming up February 25th and 26th of 2022. A great opportunity. It's a two-day webinar that you can uh, get all of your, your CCMs trained or potential caregivers trained that they can learn how to care for those in your congregation and your community. So check out all that information and know that our prayers are with you this Advent season as you care for those in your community and in your congregation. Uh, But until then, may God bless you and keep you. 